the EAPA Chataway podcast with Lindsay Taylor. Hello, I'm Lindsay Taylor, founder and director of Your Excellency Limited Virtual Academy. I am delighted to be sharing my EAPA Chataway with Lindsay podcast with you. Throughout this podcast series, I am truly privileged to chat away with top EAs, PAs, and star guests from the administrative professional community. Like me, I know you're going to be inspired by the wisdom, knowledge, and insight shared. This podcast, the first for 2023, sets the bar high for an amazing lineup of speakers this year. I am absolutely delighted to feature Lisa Chisholm, who joins me from Sydney, Australia. Lisa is Executive Assistant to the CEO at Ramsey Healthcare Australia, a leading global health provider. In December 2022, Lisa was crowned the winner of the Head Capacity Creator category of the Australian Admin Awards Triple A's. Your Excellency sponsored this category, and whilst a hop, skip and a jump to the Melbourne-based awards evening wasn't possible, unfortunately, we followed along with the celebrations online and the amazing advocacy of this profession. We're delighted for Lisa's win, and we can't wait to find out more about her. A huge welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for joining me on this Chataway, all the way from Sydney, Australia. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. It's it's an honour to be here. Um, amazing to join you from Sydney, other side of the world. It's just, I think, probably one of the great things uh, coming out of COVID is that we can connect like this. Absolutely. Yeah, it's opened the world up really, hasn't it, where we've kind of been uh, forced really to use this virtual connection. But now everyone's um, au fait with using Teams and Zoom. And I know it's the end of your Friday as well as we record this. So you're already probably getting into uh, weekend mode, whereas I've got the full Friday to go yet before I can relax. <laughs> uh, yeah, nearly there. Can't yeah. on. Yeah. So, uh, Lisa, let's start off with you introducing yourself with the letters of your first name and choosing words that mean something to you, please. Absolutely. All right. So uh, first letter L, I chose loving. Uh, I think I'm quite a loving person. I've got a lot of love to give. Uh, I'm really close with my friends and my family's all very nearby. I've got some beautiful nieces and nephews and I get to spend a lot of quality time with them. Um, so weekends are a dream just hanging out with with all the kids wow love that love that it's so important to have that kind of family and friends connection isn't it particularly especially over the last two two and a half years where we've had quite a few challenges as well so yeah absolutely yeah it's really good Uh, so next letter I chose E I've chose equality Um, uh, I'm passionate about equality Um, and respect, particularly in the workplace. Um, I'm part of the LGBTQI community, so that's quite an important part of, yeah, who I am. Um, And I also work in the health industry, uh, which is quite uh, female dominant, particularly where, uh, where I'm working. And also in administration, it is quite a female industry at the moment as well. So just having that equality for everyone, I think, is really important. Yeah. Um, at, at Ramsey, um, our, exec- our CEO is female. Uh, our executive team is 75% female, which I think is pretty incredible. 
Wow. Um, I love that. As a female director, it's really nice to hear, you know, that there are more female directors within organizations. And, you know, it's uh, it's great as well that interesting to hear that you have identified, you know, that the administrative role is very much female dominated, too. And that's the same here in the UK, although although I do have quite a few male EAs um, who are clients as well. So interesting. Yeah, that's great. My partner also is a female CEO, so great to see. Yeah, great to see it all across. Wow, brilliant. So so I, Lisa. I, for me, is introvert. Um, I do have to be honest that one of the things I like about being an EA is that uh, I do get to operate behind the scenes a bit more. I'm not a particularly outgoing person. Uh, I think the other part for me about being an introvert isn't so much that it's not that I don't like people, but I recharge my batteries being by myself or Mm. binge watching Netflix or reading a book or just something a bit quieter and a bit slower pace. That's sort of how I recharge my batteries. Yeah. And that's great to have that awareness. That's how, that's how you do kind of re-energize by, by having that more quiet time where you're not in the limelight. So important to have that, that, that self-awareness, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's good. And I think I can, I think most people can start to tell when they need to do whatever it is that thing that they do to recharge the battery. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I got up early to do this podcast and actually it was really nice creeping out of the house and having that quiet time, even if it was for five, five minutes without the whole household suddenly being wide awake. So uh, yeah, interesting. So S, Lisa. S. Uh, S for me is swimming. Um, maybe that's part of that recharging as well. I love swimming. Uh, growing up in Sydney um, on the East Coast, uh, swimming's always been a really big part of my life. Being so close to all the beaches, it's been amazing. Um, for me, it is sort of about physical health and mental health as well. It's sort of a way that I can switch off and meditate and just go with the flow for a while, mm-hmm. which is lovely. Um, and for me, I've competed in a couple of sort of long distance ocean swims, uh, which puts me outside of my comfort zone a bit more. And yeah, it can be quite a challenge, which is wow. fun for me. Wow. What do you mean by long distance? What's a long distance ocean swim? Come on, wow me. Um, so for me, it's 10 kilometers. Wow. Um, which okay, I'm wowed. <laughs> it's about three or so hours in the ocean oh my goodness ocean. what's the ocean temperature like as well uh, it's, look I think being in Sydney it's it's quite warm yes. um probably I mean depends what you call warm um but once you're going for a while you don't even think about yeah. the cold I think for me I start to think about what's under the water more than the temperature <laughs> <laughs> that's funny very impressive though very impressive and finally uh letter a Lisa A, I've chosen adventure. So one of my goals for 2023 is to try and be a bit more adventurous and to get out of my comfort zone. Um, One of the visuals you sent me, which I think really captures that, is that outside of your comfort zone is where the magic happens. Mm -hmm. And I think it is really true. And maybe being that introvert, I'm a little less likely to put myself out there. So, Yeah. yeah, that's my goal for this year and kicking it off 
with this podcast. Yay, excellent stuff. I love that. And I'll share that visual with everyone on the resource again, because it is really one of my favorites. And well done you on putting yourself outside of your comfort zone and joining me for this chat away and this podcast series. So, um, so Lisa, you currently work as EA to the CEO Australia at Ramsey Healthcare. Can you tell me a bit more about Ramsey then? Yeah, absolutely. So Ramsey is a global healthcare provider and I support the the CEO of our Australian business. Um, So we operate predominantly private hospitals and mental health clinics. Mm -hmm. And we've just started moving into more of the out-of-hospital space. So things like psychology practices, um, rehab facilities, pharmacies, um, anything that's sort of outside of that traditional hospital setting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we admit more than a million patients annually and have 30,000, over 30,000 employees across Australia. So, mm-hmm. yeah, quite a big business now. Wow. So how long have you been in your current position as, as EA then, Lisa? Um, I've been in my role for two and a half years now with mm-hmm. Ramsey for 13 years. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, quite a long time. Yeah. I, I think that's always always yeah. quite a, a great accolade when you've been with an organisation for a long time because it, it, it probably proves, you know, that they look after you, that they value you, that you are enjoying and you're in the right position, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's sort of, for me, it's shown that there's, I've, I've had career progression. So I've had sort of different roles across that time. Yeah, um, Yeah, it's been room for growth, which is great. Super. So um, could you tell us a bit more about your current role then um, and being really honest, including the bits that you love and then some of the bits that you don't particularly love that aren't your your favourites then, Lisa? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, Things that I love is the team that I work with. So we've got an amazing executive team, Um, like I mentioned, 75% female. So really inspiring leaders in that group, which which is awesome to go to work every day and spend time with them. Um, just the, the range of people that I get to communicate with and some of the conversations that I get to be a part of and, and I feel quite included in that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, something for me, I think, um, is that knowledge is power in the sense that if you've got that information to share to help people do their jobs better, then, then share it. Um, I think sometimes occasionally EAs sort of get caught up in that keeping things to themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I've experienced that in the past. So being able to share information and, and help everyone achieve their best, I think, is something that I love about my role. Yeah. Um, honestly, the things I don't love, um, there's always those routine tasks. So things like expenses and all of those little bits and pieces. <laughs> I get to spend days planning giant big events and big problem-solving tasks, and then you come back to the expenses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So some of those more kind of what I would call mundane tasks that have a process or a procedure to them and just you have to get them done. So what mindset do you go into when you have to get some of these things done? Do you give yourself like a little um, congratulations at the end or how do you stay motivated <laughs> to do these things, Lisa? <laughs> uh, so we've started doing it. We've got a really good EA network at Ramsey and we've started doing them together. So we'll all sort of, it, the, those of us in the office will sit together and we'll maybe have some music on or we'll just sort of 
work on it together. We're all in the same boat. Let's all just get it done. Excellent. Um, so that's kind of been nice. <laughs> and sharing the pain, sharing the challenge. Sharing the love. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So, Lisa, you mentioned earlier that you have uh, changed different positions, particularly at Ramsey. Could you tell us a bit more about that career progression? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually originally started out in early childhood education. So my background is as a preschool teacher. Oh, excellent. Um, Yeah, yeah. So I worked in long daycare centres and preschools for about seven years, Uh Um, then transitioned across to admin. So quite a transition, a bit of a change, um, but did find there's a lot of transferable skills. So things like patience and having processes and finding efficiencies, all of those things have sort of come with me across to my career in admin. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then moving into Ramsey, I started out as the office services assistant. Uh, so lots of those mundane admin tasks. Uh, <laughs> you need to stay motivated, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, assisting on reception and then sort of moved into some of the EA roles, um, supporting our COO, developments team, um, then coming across to our CEO. Yeah, excellent. Wow. That's really interesting that you have a background in um, education and and working with children. I used to be a nursery nurse myself and uh, absolutely love kind of the the, the energy that young children have and having to keep that kind of matching of energy and that motivation, which again is probably a transferable skill where where you're perhaps not really excited about a day at work and you have to keep that energy going because a lot of people will look at you as kind of the as kind of the motivator within your teams I'm sure so uh, interesting yeah absolutely and and having that sort of um, ability to influence in a positive way so keeping that energy yeah that energy and and looking at the positives of what can come out of it yeah, absolutely. So, um, Lisa, you are joining us today wearing your crown and well-deserved accolade of Head Capacity Creator 2022, awarded at the Australian Admin Awards, um, the Triple A's. So, um, Your Excellency had the pleasure of sponsoring the category that you won. Um, I'm just going to read from the website now and hopefully not sound too robotic, but it's a, a category that recognises an executive business partner's ability to deliver strategic value to their executive and organization. So we felt here at Your Excellency that this category aligned perfectly with the advocacy that we provide to the profession, particularly with our mini MBA program, which has got a strategic learning focus to it. So, you know, we've been really impressed with the Australian Admin Awards headed up by the amazing um, Michelle Bowditch and their championing of the profession over in Australia in terms of research, education, advocacy, and of course the awards and I know the awards you know were a perfect opportunity to recognize and celebrate their profession so unfortunately a hop skip and a jump over to Melbourne for any of our Your Excellency team wasn't on the books but we did follow <laughs> along with um, social media and and um, all the amazing photographs there so you're still glowing in your recognition and achievement I think Lisa so can you tell us a bit more about the awards and that um, that amazing evening that you attended as well 
Yeah, for sure. It, it was an absolute blast. It's, yeah, quite a whirlwind, the whole process. <laughs> yeah, well, for me, um, the process started with a nomination from my CEO, Carmel. Um, she very kindly nominated me, so it was quite a surprise to find out that that had gone through. That's really lovely. Um, from there, it was responding to a series of questions about my role, um, the admin profession, um, some of, yeah, those things that I love about what I do, that was all sort of included in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, those responses are reviewed by an advisory panel. Yep. Uh, and then from there they select the finalists and, again, very surprised and excited to be um, listed as a finalist. Excellent. Um, then for me, really getting out of the comfort zone was uh, the live interview round, so being interviewed by some judges who were amazing and made it a conversation it wasn't an interview it was lovely um yeah again sort of talking about um the admin industry and and um even how we as EAs can advocate for the industry and how we work with those in our field as well um so then waiting following that for the night to come and and to hear the results um the night was just amazing it was just beautiful such a great atmosphere with um, all the EAs and some incredible presenters Um, so my category was presented by Catherine who was representing your excellency Um, it was really great hearing her talk about um, the mini MBA that she just completed and and how that program worked for her yeah Um, yeah yeah, then to have my name called out by her was very exciting. I love that photograph of you receiving your award from Catherine as well. And if Catherine's listening, I'll make sure she is listening. I will send her over this podcast recording. Thank you so much, Catherine, for uh, championing us and being a mini MBA graduate and um, stepping up to present the award as well. So, and congratulations again, Lisa. I can see from the huge smile on your face that you've got very many (laughs) memories of that. So has there been a um, a positive uh, impact Impact, having received that kind of crown have you um had other opportunities come your way yeah I think so I think the biggest thing thing for me is probably the confidence boost mm-hmm. um platforms like LinkedIn where where that announcement goes out from the admin awards and um you very kindly commented as well and just seeing some of those comments it's a real confidence boost that people do have faith in you and and they have a better understanding of what you do. Um, I think that's where um, what Your Excellency does and the Admin Awards does through that advocacy piece is just so important in in highlighting what we do as EAs and and what we're capable of doing. So um, I think from that perspective, just having the confidence has has been a real boost for me. yeah, and I've also been invited to interview for a Women in Healthcare magazine, so that's always fun to sort of do something within the industry. Oh and wow, what's the what's the timeframes on that, Lisa? Will there be? Um, do you think there'll be a copy available by the time we go live with this? If it is, what I'm saying is, send me over any links that you've got so that we can share that. 
Okay, sure. I think it's later, but I'll, uh, I think it might be March. But Okay, okay. Well, we can always add it retrospectively. So anyone listening, there may be a wonderful link to another interview that Lisa has done by the time this goes live. So I just love, you know, any of those awards evenings. They're just such a, a feel-good events, aren't they? Because it's that platform for that recognition and that reward and that celebration of the profession. And like you say, it's it's giving um, individuals that boost of confidence that they they are contributing to the organization. You know, there is a really important role and it is a profession. I think that's what people really need to understand because there's a lot of misconceptions about the, the role of the EA, the PA and those working in the, in the admin profession. So yeah, well done. Well done, Triple A's. Well done, Mish and the team over at um, Australian Admin Awards listening to this as well. You're doing an amazing, amazing job of advocacy there. So, so um, Lisa, I've got a few thought-provoking questions for you now, um, which I ask many of my um, Chataway guests. Firstly, you have 10 minutes of your life to replay. What would that replay be? For me, that would be um, the buzz when I was finishing my first ever ocean swim, my first long-distance one. You sort of, you do all the training for it. You work so hard. And then to actually finish that was just such an exciting buzz. Kind of similar to that feeling of, of um, being called out for the awards. It's like this real spark sort of happens. And yes. coming across the finish line, my partner was there. So all the swimmers have boats. So I had her sort of chugging along in the boat beside me. Mm. And then at the finish line, my coach was there. Some friends and family were there. So just yeah really happy time and and just that sense of achievement that you get from from working really hard towards something yeah amazing amazing I love that and I remember when I was younger someone said to me you know those moments those important moments always make sure you kind of capture that snapshot of what they were whether that's kind of the visual or the the real feeling that you get during those moments because you know when you are having maybe down days or stuff isn't going to plan and you have to do expenses um <laughs> then it's really important to, to be able to kind of relive that that moment again and kind of give you that spark back so so important um, so, Lisa, another question for you then. What advice would you give your younger self, let's say, Lisa, at the start of your admin and EA career? Okay, yeah. I'm, well, obviously, I'm definitely one of the EAs that sort of fell into the role. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's quite a few of those around that yes. just sort of it happened. Um, so, I think for me, the advice to myself would be just keep working hard. And to say yes to any opportunities that come up because you don't know where it's going to lead you. And mm. and for me, it was not really knowing what I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, sort of just just say yes to anything and and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And have that that confidence and that um, putting yourself out of your comfort zone again. We've come full circle, haven't we? Because like you say, those opportunities, if you don't take them, then you you don't know what you're missing out on. You know, I, I have a, a lovely quote that I that I that I live by, really, which is um, I'd rather a life of oh wells than what ifs. So it's taking those opportunities and and going with them, you know, and if stuff doesn't go to plan, hey, it doesn't matter, you know, you've given it your best shot. And I just think that's so important throughout life. So 
Um, another one for you then, Lisa. You can invite three people to a dinner party, alive or historic. Who would you invite and what are your reasons for choosing those guests? I would love to invite Dolly Parton. Okay. Because I think she's such a character. <laughs> um, I, she's also an amazing champion for women and education and has done a lot of philanthropic work in that space. So I think she'd be a great person to meet and I imagine she'd have some pretty great stories over yeah. her tours and over her time. Yeah. I think she'd be a really fun person to spend a bit of time with. Definitely would need um, to give her a microphone as well for a little sing-song there, wouldn't you, Lisa? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Built out a tune. <laughs> um, another person would be Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG, um, who served on the Supreme Court. Okay. Um, I think she's, again, another incredible advocate for women, particularly in the workplace. Um, she's inspired so many women to break through some of those gender barriers. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just a really inspiring person and I think some really great life lessons yes. from someone like her. Yeah. yeah. My third person I think would actually, maybe silly, but my best friend Claire. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Hopefully Claire's listening as well. We'll make sure she listens. <laughs> she will now. Yeah, she absolutely will now. She's just such a hilarious person. Yeah. She'll put a smile on anyone's face. Yeah. And I think for us introverts, it's always nice to have a little bit of something in the comfort zone as well. <laughs> I love that. What a lovely combination of guests. And how do you think that dynamic would work with them all as well, Lisa? <laughs> I think it would, could be a lot of fun. I think there's some, some great characters in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a wise, witty and um, and comedic evening, probably, it sounds like. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my gosh, Lisa, can you believe, you know, we've come to the end of this chat away. Is there anything else that you want to um, share with our listeners before we, uh, before we wrap up and I make sure that we uh, put up all of the resources that we've mentioned I think just to look into things like education opportunities for EAs, so looking into your excellency and, and what options there are to, to further your skills and progress your career and the advice that I'd give to myself and probably for anyone else is just to say yes and keep working hard. Yeah, I think that's a really good cue here to do a little promo for your excellency and the fact that we're bringing our mini MBA program in person to Sydney in March. So unfortunately, not me, but my um, co-director and partner, Malcolm, is going to be coming and delivering the uh, the program in person which is all very very exciting so uh yes thank you for that for that little bit of an intro and a you <laughs> me for some promo stuff but yes this uh taking up opportunities and also um researching and being aware of all of the advocacy and the education that is out there to support you in your role is so important there are so many of us that that really want to champion and champion this profession and that's it's uh start off with the with the triple a's you know come and read your excellency's website you know we, there's lots that we do here so um lisa i have absolutely loved having you as a guest i know our listeners are going to enjoy hearing about your career journey and the passion that you have for this profession so um be really really proud of your win continue excelling in all you do all the very best with your upcoming interview as well which we will hopefully 
probably add as a link to this podcast too. So, and uh, you can now start your weekend. I've got a full day ahead of me. I've got school run now to do. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. It's been such a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, outside of your comfort zone, where the magic happens, thank you to all of our listeners for listening as well. Um, this has really set the bar high for the uh, first podcast series of 2023. So thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you. My huge thanks to Lisa joining me all the way from Sydney, Australia, and setting the bar very high for this year's series of EAPA Chataway with Lindsay. All of the resources we mentioned during our Chataway will be put up on the resource page for you. Happy New Year from the whole team at Your Excellency, and thank you so much for listening. The EAPA Chataway Podcast. Find out more online at yourexcellency.co.uk.